0: Hello all, Karen Swain here, teacher of deliberate creation, many things, host of Accentuate Positive Media. Uh, I wanted to talk about karma today. What is karma? And the reason I wanted to talk about it was because I was having a great conversation on the YouTube channel under the show I did with Jerry Sargent, I'm just trying to pull it up here, uh, with, I think her name is someone who calls herself rose dawson does anyone know who rose dawson is did you watch the film titanic the name of the leading lady in the film titanic is rose dawson so i suspect that rose dawson is probably not her real name but anyway we're having a really interesting discussion about karma what is karma so many people are confused about exactly what karma is cause and effect continuation of desire punishment a lot of people have ha- had different opinions about karma and uh, I-, I asked Jerry when I was speaking to Jerry Sergeant. you know he had led a life in his earlier years fraught with problems and uh, he was a criminal and all sorts of terrible things and now he's an energy healer and so I asked him about the ramifications of his you know life in this life and how it's in impacting the life that he lives now and and he actually said it oh i think karma is bs but um, but then he went on to explain my understanding of karma as well so first of all we have to get rid of the thought that we live uh, in a linear time frame when we are in spirit because karma is is really Um, as it's understood by many people some people think that when you're bad in a past life you've got to come back in another life and and have that same bad thing that you did to others happen to you and uh, that's some of the story but not the whole story but when we look at inserting ourselves into the physical life experience we do so through all time and space so we're leading all our lives simultaneously so can we die reassess our life and then choose what we're going to do next all Right, which we speak about a lot on the show when we're talking about life planning soul planning and karma actually it doesn't work like that <laughs> if our lives are all playing out simultaneously how is karma dovetailing interesting isn't it think about it it's a bit kind of strange for the way that we think because we think in such a i know i'm rooted in linear thinking so when i think about this it's uh, confusing to my linear mind perspective as well so if we our soul basically has a desire for everything that we experience on earth so we come into the physical experience with a soul plan so that plan might be to experience contrast in a specific way in order to understand polarity. And then polarity gives us a better understanding of a specific energy. When you know the opposite of it, you understand it better. So if you've only been in a hot environment and you've never experienced cold, First of all, you don't really understand what hot is because hot is your default setting. Hot is, hot is all you know. And you don't really understand what cold is either. People can explain it to you. They can talk about it. They can show you pictures. But until you experience it, you'll never know. And so we come into this polarized environment to experience the gamut of experiences that life in the third dimension gives us. The, the polarity, the vast uh, array of vibratory experiences, that's available here and not available when we're in spirit so we come in with desire and often that desire is to experience the contrast and then to return to the original frequency the original to return home to return back to love if you like and what happens is in our physical lives many of us don't do that most people don't do that they okay, come in experience the contrast get all caught up in the problems and then want to act revenge and stay in resentment and and worry and and use the contrast that they've experienced that, that, that they've planned in their in their soul planning session to be an excuse for feeling bad about themselves and um and then Uh, formulate negative beliefs about themselves I'm not good enough I'm not worthy and then they act on how to overcome those things so if I'm not good enough and I'm not worthy maybe I'm going to exact control over people so that I'll never feel bad again about myself maybe I'm going to become rich and famous and then people can never say I'm not worthy again you know there's a whole lot of things that we do maybe I'll just hide away become um, claustrophobic and never go out again and you know we do a whole lot of things but we always want to experience the contrast and then find our way back home to love and light again and for many lifetimes we don't do that so I'm sure I've spent many lifetimes killing people being killed exacting revenge on people whatever you know whatever as we experience life on planet earth throughout the ages so how does that karma fit into all this if we're not living in a linear if we're not dying and then reassessing our life and then coming back so it's dovetailing with all the lives simultaneously if you imagine this timeline and you're living in the time of the dinosaurs and the time of jesus and the 15th century and the 20th century and the 21st century and the 31st century like you're living in all these times simultaneously as your lives are playing out what one life is not achieving, the other life has the opportunity of achieving it. Is this making sense? Are you getting a picture of this now? So maybe this person doesn't fulfill their soul's plan. To return to love and dies sick and alone but this other life is playing out even though different personality different body different circumstances still that desire is dovetailing with this life and the, and that life is given an opportunity to fulfill the desire unfulfilled in this life and that's happening on all the time frames on all the timelines uh, of your life giving you opportunity to fulfill in one life what you're not fulfilling in another, but it's all happening simultaneously. Is this making sense? (laughs) It's hard to wrap our linear minds around it. So how does karma work, cause and effect? It is the continuation of desire. Hmm. How can I put this? So as I've experienced a family member who died when I was a child, my mother, sick, and she had many unfulfilled desires when she died so in her life she well ultimately she wanted to be happy and she thought happiness happens you know like most of us from falling in love and and being adored and and being rich and having lovely things and you know being a mother and all those things all those things we think is going to bring us happiness she thought the same didn't bring her happiness and I watched her go through her unhappiness in her 40s and at 50 she died of cancer, uh, dying with many unfulfilled desires, one uh, which was she never really fulfilled. She wanted to maybe go on the stage and sing and, and uh, she did that when she was younger, but she got married and had children and she became a, a mother and a housewife and felt very unfulfilled in that role. And, and so she died with many desires, unfulfilled. And then I watched her come back into another life and I'm watching her fulfill those desires that were unfulfilled in that lifetime. And that's actually what karma is. It is, the, it is, it is creating, coming back to fulfill an unfulfilled desire, but it's, it's all happening at the same time. Even though I'm experiencing her two lives in a linear fashion, it's happening at the same time so those decisions made as my mother are affecting the person that she is today in this lifetime is this making sense i know it's hard to 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 work this out so if you're in one life where you've like jerry for instance where you've experienced a lot of um trauma in your early life and you've been a you know, not a very nice person in that you've ripped people off and you've been dishonest. Can, uh, can that karma that you're creating, if you like, be alleviated in one life? Well, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, from the perspective of soul, uh, there's really no judgment about what you do with your life. There's just cause and effect. As you, as you evoke vibration, so somebody that rips somebody off is feeling like they are um, limited in some way and that they have to cheat and deceive in order to get what they want and what they think they want is money. And, you know, holding that vibration of feeling like you need to rip somebody off in order to get what you want, it doesn't feel good. And so you're putting that energy out into life and then energy is coming straight back at you. So you're attracting a similar mindset and then people are ripping you off and you think, why are people ripping me off? Well, because you're ripping other people off. That is karma. You're like attracts like it's happening in the moment all the time law of attraction is a way of affecting karma cause and effect so as you hold a vibration you create your world you create your life or you attract a specific timeline in which has been predestined if you like in order to fulfill that, that desires and that timeline so if you've can i say that if you've um oh, i'm getting high pitching oh, beautiful. If you're fulfilling the soul's desire in one lifetime, you're actually affecting all your other lifetimes. <laughs> okay, how can I explain this in a, in a way? Let's look at my life, for instance, and all the lives that I've left before, lived before and after this one. As you insert yourself into the earth experience, even though you have this variety of life experience so I've been a man and a woman and I lived in different centuries and different ethnic groups you know I've been black I've been white I've been Asian I've kind of done the gamut of experience but with all of it I've had an intention with all the different lifetimes to remember who I am And once I remember, because, you know, as you insert yourself into the physical life experience, you come under the veil of forgetfulness. So you completely forget who you are. Then you take on the limiting thought forms of your society and your family and your religious upbringing and schooling education. And then you have to wake up in the dream. So as you wake up in the dream, then you have an opportunity to reach out to others, to help them awaken to the brilliance of their soul and connection to their source and to teach and heal. So throughout all my lifetimes, i have had this desire to teach and heal and for many i have done it effectively and for many i haven't done it effectively i'm pretty sure that uh, i've been burnt at the stake for being an energy healer and you know probably the 13th century is coming to mind burnt as a witch killed as a heretic because i had different ideas to what the church was thinking um Many times when I awakened in lifetimes, I spoke about what I knew and the society at the time was not ready for that information and then saw it as crazy. Still doing that in 2021, right? many of you relate. You're speaking about what you know to be true and many of you deeming you as crazy or crazy conspiracy theorists or whatever. But in every lifetime, I had the opportunity to do that. And each lifetime is dovetailing with each other lifetime. So what I've learned in other lifetimes is being affected, is affecting this lifetime. And what I'm learning in this lifetime is affecting all the other lifetimes. Is this making sense? And so this is what karma is. It is cause and effect. It is how you flow your energy and the decisions you make about who you are, and how you're going to live this life karma is real but it's not about punishment no one judges you when you die and says you did a bad job you did a good job only you get to assess how you lived that life based on what you wanted to do and how you achieved creating that in that lifetime maybe you didn't create it maybe you did but you're the only one that gets to judge that you'll look at it Impartially, it's not good or bad. It's like, hmm, yeah, I could have done that better. Mm, let me think of new ways in which I could have done that better or effective ways I could have woken up. I didn't wake up in that lifetime. I still remained asleep thinking that I was limited in some way and, and human and and I didn't have any magic to me. I didn't have any power. I felt, you know, powerless and a victim or whatever. Uh, let me create ways in which I can remember who I am so there is assessment but that assessment is happening from broader perspective from your soul's perspective your higher self if you like that is looking down down I say down but it's not really down looking at looking into better word looking into all your lives playing out simultaneously all yourselves all your millions of selves aspects of your soul as they are leading different lives in different worlds on different planes of existence in different physical realities in different time and space we are vast we are multi-dimensional the awareness of who we are as soul living lives simultaneously in many different realities is oh, it's exponentially magnificent and vast and mind-boggling. And to just touch our soul just a little bit, to know who we truly are, is magnificent. It's just magnificent to get still enough, to speak to the wisdom inside you, to speak to your soul, your higher self, or your spiritual team, and to ask about who you are, And to ask for guidance as you live, as you travel along your physical trail and bump up against the contrast or the problems or the traumas that you've designed for yourself or that life is offering you and how to meet meet each challenge with love and understanding, knowing that you are never alone, you are always guided, you have a spiritual team that is on hand to speak to you and show you the way They cannot do it for you and they do not judge you if you get it wrong or if you get it right. They don't applaud you and they don't shame you. (laughs) They just offer guidance and help always, always, as you bump up against the challenges in your life. But the one thing I want you to remember is how magnificent you are, how incredible you are, how wondrous you are and powerful you are. And how each thought and each decision that you make has an effect, not just in your life, but in lifetimes. It has an effect in your life and in the lives around you, but in lives in different time and space and on different planets. It's all connected. There is a network, all connecting and speaking to each other, much like the network of our body every chemical that is released in our body is affecting the whole system trillions trillions of cells are all communicating simultaneously with each other in order to live in this magnificent form called the human body and it's the same as above so below it's the same in the cosmos you are a cell in the cosmos of life and every decision you make and the way you flow your energy affects the whole universe throughout all time and space so think about that next time you want to flow your energy in a way that feels depressed or angry or upset it is affecting everything and your ability to feel good (laughs) affects huge huge change huge transformation in this world yeah that's what i wanted to say about that Thanks for listening and watching and remember please uh, subscribe and if you'd like to know more join our Inner Sanctum online groups and I'll start putting out some courses next year about how to be a deliberate creator and tap into your multidimensional aspects, your psychic abilities, speak to your spirit guides and affect manifestation and healing in the world and in your world. Love you big time. Bye for now.